Okay. Yay. Good. This is my first time actually using it. So I'm glad I got this. Okay. So hi, I'm Lizzie. Then <laughs> this is Cherish. And then this is Sierra. I, we all went to OU in Oklahoma, not Ohio. Um, and <laughs> you always have to really declare that. Yeah, exactly. And then um, what's funny to me is that I actually met them both separately and knew both of you guys pretty well by the time I found out that like you guys actually knew each other even before then. <laughs> and so it's kind of the fun things of college is like, and like even like Sierra, you know, Libby, who's um, one of my, she was actually a student of mine when I was a PA or um, not PA. When I was, that was what we were <laughs> at Student Revision. When I was a PTA, so like the peer teaching assistant, and oh, okay. I became friends with her through that. And then, so whenever I see you guys like talking on there, I'm like, oh my gosh, she knows another one of my friends. <laughs> Wait, Libby, so cool. Libby who? Schneider, um, oh, Libby Schneider. Yes. Yes. And she's in DFW. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was going to try and hit her up when I was up there and then it snowed and I was trapped. So that really sucked. But <laughs> so I'll have to bring her onto there too. She's, she's went to, she was in uh, Rhode Island. So she experienced all of that. But anyways, so I met Cherish through Camp Crimson. It's a student orientation camp. And then um, from when I was a freshman and both of you guys actually, when I was a freshman. And so I've known you guys for, I don't even want to do the math. It'll give me, it'll freak me out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> years. Even... Well, oh my we'll God. Like nine years. Yeah. It was nine, like years. nine years. Mm -hmm. Nine years. Yep. Yep. Oh God. That makes me sick to my stuff. <laughs> We're not that old. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then I was working at uh, OU Sports Broadcasting, Sooner Vision with Sierra, and she you taught me a lot, and um, she is the big screen whiz, and she is currently at ESPN, and she, yes, following dreams, making them happen, showing it can happen, <laughs> and, and, and so it's really cool, because would you guys like to say how you guys know each other? <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we lived on the same hall freshman year we lived uh three doors down from each other and we of course were just like always in each other's rooms <laughs> or just like ran into each other in the bathroom or whatever it was and um our specific res hall was like really small and so it was a really close-knit community so we all became really really good friends wait, so. wait, which um building were you guys in we lived in Kate Neil Hall. So I have to ask because I, I've only been in Kate like one or two times. And um, is it true that there is a ghost in the basement? <laughs> have you guys heard that story? I mean, there I lived in no, for a whole it? year and no ghost. No, in the you didn't. Why? I'm. I just. I of course. I go through. Apparently, no, 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 no. The legend is that the ghost is in the basement of Kate Maine. Oh, so that's like where right. the food There's two was. Buildings. Okay. Like yeah. the rest hall didn't a lot have of time access to like the basement. Basement. So really, the that's a question I yeah. should know because I was always the one that would go over to like you know the Kate restaurants at like two in the morning right before it closed. Yeah, it was. So that's really creepy. The ghost was supposed to be in Kate, Maine, but no, oh, okay. I, I like, yeah. I don't, like, Kate, they don't even use Kate as a residence hall anymore, I don't think. They like, don't? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. They're all well, no, they're Adams all is not even there anymore, which is so crazy for me. I can't, I haven't been to OU since then, since they've tore all that down, so I don't even know yeah. which ones are still there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I haven't been there either, but Kate, like, 
like they only housed students in Kate like a year or two after we yeah. graduated. Like by the time we graduated, I don't even think there were students in Kate. Wow. Um, oh yeah, because they have the new places. Yeah, so All we were some places. of the lucky. We were some of the lucky last. You guys had bigger rooms. <laughs> mm, uh, it felt bigger to me. No, I don't know if but, they were yeah. bigger, but like they did have like filled in shelves. Um, and like you, but you couldn't really like move things around much. So really like the layout that you had is kind of the layout that you were stuck with. You had yeah. two options for what direction your bed could face. And then everything else was built in. Cause you guys well, couldn't I, bunk it, right? No, no we, we had totally different beds than all of the other res halls. Like we couldn't bunk yeah. it. We couldn't loft it, anything like that. But I did like, well, I mean, at least the first semester, our bathrooms got cleaned every single day by somebody that, else. I got confused so when great. you said you ran into each other in the bathroom. Cause I was like, wait, what? Are you guys yeah, no, so, we, so like living in Kate, it's the community style dorms instead of yeah. in like in That's a tower. That's how more like. Yeah, like in the towers, you have suite style dorms where you share a bathroom with um, like another room. But for us, like we just had our room and the bathroom was down the hall. So um, our shower drains are almost always clogged. So we would be like, oh, we can only use like the first shower. Like you can only use the second shower. And, like we would always be calling maintenance because like when we were girls, we had a lot of hair. Yes. <laughs> um, it was like, always a thing on our floor. There was redheaded twins on our floor and it was always oh red hair clogging up. <laughs> Oh, very red, red so it's hard not to tell who then yes and we would always be texting the group me hey guys clean your hair out of the shower drain <laughs> like please get your even... hair out of the shower drain it was no like, wonder you a... guys all got so close like ours yeah. was not like that like I mean they tried to a little bit here and there but there was like always like a click in the beginning of the hall and then everyone else was quiet no I mean like and we then, hung out like yeah. we had a Christmas party we yeah. watched, they did like the sound of music like live musical on abc that oh, year so like we had a yeah. watch party that sounds so much fun um yeah. watch, like high school watch party for miss america pageant like we did we that did. Like, <laughs> that's like oh, i missed out <laughs> forcing everybody to watch miss america okay they all i competed in miss ou and they all donated so i could for, for my entry fee and they all came to watch me sorry dog's yeah. trying to get on my lap oh that's okay yeah so we all came and supported cherish and miss ou and like oh, that's awesome i um, actually never even knew i was telling cherish this that i didn't even knew know she was doing pageantry until um after college and oh, yeah, yeah I don't know how I missed that I did yeah I actually with like moving and stuff having the two bedrooms I could ah, this is uh, kind of embarrassing kind of impressive whatever I'll let you decide I actually have the space to unpack all of my like you know old stuff and so yeah. I put up my, my other room my den is just like a little trophy room and it has like all my hey that's good and all my old sashes and everything I'm like oh my gosh that's so cute great, that's great. so awesome <laughs> It's probably really good motivation and everything. Are you going to keep, are you still doing, you're still doing pageantries, like, right here and there? I am. I am. I'm still competing. Um, I might compete in July. We'll see if the funds work out because <gasps> that's, that's always a big thing with pageants. Uh, yes. But if not, next October for sure. So hopefully yeah. it doesn't interfere with OU Texas. But, <laughs> yes. Um, but yep. fingers crossed. I didn't even think about that. That would, Yeah. That 
back in the day, that would have been like one of those things where like, ooh, but missing OU Texas, <laughs> everything comes after that. And yeah, then the, sure. what all pageants have you um, done since college? Because you've oh, been in a couple. <laughs> yeah, I have. Well, since college, I did take a, like a little break after I graduated. Really, since college, I, uh, gosh, am I going to get this right? I think the only one that I've done is uh miss texas usoa uh, my most yeah. recent title that i gave up back in october um you won. It's, only, it's, and I won. it's the only texas pageant <laughs> that i've competed in actually um but yeah. all the other ones are i think Oklahoma. that's how i figured out you were down here when i came happened <laughs> to move down to houston yeah yeah okay can't be miss texas i'm not living here surprise yeah yep so, uh, well you'd be uh, it seems like people have figured things out i remember when i was younger I tried, um, I, I was telling Cherish about this when I, I happened to get to see her for the first time in what, like six years, um, yeah. two weeks ago. And so, cause I, I'm in Houston, but I'm like not in Houston cause I'm in the suburbs area. And so whenever I tell people though, they're always like, so where in Houston are you? And I never really realized how huge Houston is until when people say that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm in area all the way up. There. And they're like, oh, so you're not in Houston. I'm like, yeah, basically. So then it's hard for me to get down to the city. But like when I do, I tried to. So I went, we went down there and we saw, um, if you know, LV Ellis. And we saw oh, him in, yeah, he's the, um, he's he playing was Judas. The, um, he was like the MC or something at my camp. From yes. Yes. That's exactly yes. how I know him too. He came out in this sparkly jacket and did a whole performance to Beyonce. It was so great. <laughs> oh, I missed out. Damn it. Cause He's I'm so a year good. younger than you guys. So I missed out on all that. Yeah. And, and I went yep. with Cherish, which Camp Crimson did you go through to for freshman orientation? We were at the same one, right? Okay. You. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. so. Yeah. yeah. I was at OKU also. Mm -hmm. I always that did was OKU. before we knew each other, but we just happened to be at the same one. Wait, which, which like family were you in? um my uh Campbell Campbell fam oh, okay I was cute whoever the Q's were the Quincy's the Kent I don't yeah. know it was I was the Q family the Q, Q family. family that's really uh, that as as an SGL former SGL that's always like so exciting to quirk? hear that campers remember that sorry went back yeah. quirk. quirk I know I remember quirk, quirk because I rem I sing y'all's camp song all the time because you sang it on the hallway all the time. It's, I like the way you quirk it, no diggity. I remember it because you sang it on the hall all the time. I loved it. It was so great. But I, that's I'm so I sad. I all the time. I did sing that all the time. Oh my gosh. And I had like, they gave us a cue at Camp Crimson and then like everyone signed it. So like I had the cue in my room, like freshman year. And I had it oh, until, yeah. I think I had it until I moved to Connecticut. Like I had it forever. I I just got uh, okay. So like for um for our so the fun story, I actually never went to Camp Crimson as a freshman, and I don't know how, how I missed that, but I missed out because <laughs> I found that out when I went for SGL um and then freshman and sophomore year, and so when I was in SGL for um or basically for people listening, SGL is a student group no small group small leader. Group leader. And, Yep. Wow. I can't even remember that. And it's a basically camp counselor per se, and um, for the incoming freshman orientation camp. And so then whenever I was um, in SGL, we had a, a um, dinosaur pinata 
like huge dinosaur <laughs> pinata and we for our mascot and um for yeah our mascot and so then we I kept it until this year <laughs> and then, then I started to realize it was taking up too much room and so <laughs> mascot had to go yeah and then it's I realized this so is literally crazy. just a pinata yeah <laughs> Yep, I it's know. so crazy like the things that we decide to keep from college like yes. going through my things I'm like why do I like why do I have this and yet I can't bring myself to throw it away I have wristbands like all of yeah. those things you got your and burn then... bracelets all yes yeah exactly. <laughs> you have one on your yes. foot right now Sierra did you look at it Oh, I thought you were about to like show us you had a burner bracelet. I was no, like, I don't, yes. I don't have anything in like recent years because I'm like in a very small apartment now. I've like finally I like got rid of like all these things that I just was hoarding. Oh, so yeah. I'm having that struggle. <laughs> What's yeah. your secret? Tell us your ways because I'm the queen of all things hoarding. Like, I have to, I, yeah. I want to show y'all my other room just to just so you can see <laughs> how much junk I truly have. It's bad. Typically I look at it and I'm like. Yeah, almost. It's almost like Marie Kondo. Does this bring me joy? Am oh, I going to do anything yes. with it? And then I have to be like, okay, bye. But like, even like old clothing, like I'll hold on to it first season. Oh, that's where I'm after having it's issues. Done. And then I'm like, I don't have space for this anymore. It has to go. Mm-hmm. And so like, I still like, there's still like certain things that are just like in a bin, like a bin of just junk that is just like random stuff. Yeah. Um, but like eventually, I'm just like. You're never going to do anything with this. I am the Cancer Zodiac, and we tend to be infamous hoarders. (laughs) And that's actually (laughs) why I was back up into, um, that's why I went to DFW this past weekend. I was helping my grandparents with their, like, they're moving, they're kind of downsizing. And so then both of my grandparents are Cancers too, and that's how I believe in the Zodiac, because they have a whole entire hoarding room too. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, we can put a meaning on anything and everything. And it gets to a point where I have to like, take a step back and like literally meditate <laughs> and be like, You're okay, like- I don't need that. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how the pinata was finally gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I like still have so, much so many things. I have so oh, many things. Like I my still have favorite from high school. From like childhood, I still. Oh God, yeah. See, you gave me a sweater my freshman year, and I'm looking at it in my closet. Wait, wait, wait. Which one is it? Which one is it? (laughs) Please hold. Please hold. Please, it's awesome. Okay, like stuffed animals. Like I have all my stuffed animals. Like I I keep my teddy bear that I slept with. All photos, of course. And then, oh, the worst now, now that we're like in digital era, I can hoard everything on to, and, you know, we're in media and everything. So I don't know if you have this issue, but I have the hardest time like putting oh my down. Gosh, like, oh my gosh, I loved that one. Oh, that's so cute. I was thinking about that sweater a few days ago. Oh my gosh, I can't believe really? I have it. I know, right? I love that sweater. It's so cute. Can't blame you. You're like, it doesn't fit me like I like it to. Do you want it? And I'm like, yes, I do want that. Sierra's like, can I get it back? No, I'm crazy. I love that sweater. You're welcome. Can we send it back? I'll send it back to you. It doesn't fit me anymore. It it will not fit me. Just sister has a traveling sweater. We'll just send it back and forth. Enjoy the sweater. It's from American Eagle. Like it was a great sweater. I have some really cute pics. I was guessing it was American Eagle. I was just about to ask if it was. And then I think I I had I had another one. Actually, I think I do remember that because like like everyone gains a little bit of weight freshman year, so I like gained weight freshman year, and then I was like, oh yeah. Well, now it doesn't fit me the way it used to. So like. 
Yep. Like, I'm still, I love that I'm one of those, like, that's even worse where I have like high school clothes that like, I just don't want to part with. And I'm like, I'll get back to that someday. And <laughs> it's just, it won't happen. No, I just have to I'll get do you one better. I have, oh, yeah. I have clothes from elementary school. I literally have clothes from elementary school. So I'm, I just, I'm hoping I, that it's not to try to fit in again. <laughs> no, I can still fit it. Like I literally legitimately what? can still fit it. I've oh, been I'm like, jealous. I've been five. Well, like I'm five, five now, but in fifth grade, I was five feet tall. And so like, I'm really not much of a difference. I, there's a couple of things that honestly escape me of what I still have. But one thing in particular is this pair of jeans that I actually cut into shorts. And I still from literally from fifth grade. I, I remember that dude doing that oh my god still Still wear them my body has changed too much for anything like that yeah me too and then (laughs) the whole in post-grad life puts you through so much of like ups and downs and it feels like you're how you're doing in life is where you're right yeah well like like. I so like like we get a lot of people at work who it's like their first job out of school it's like their first time on their own And, like, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, but, like, right after you graduate school and you go to whatever your first job is, like, that's the first time that you're not waiting for another season. Because, like, when you're in college, you're you're waiting for the fall semester to end, and then you're waiting for the spring semester, and then you're in summer, and you're doing whatever your summer plan is. But, like, once you graduate and, like, you're no longer in school anymore and you're just, like, working or living life, like that's literally the first time like for a lot of people that's the first time in your life that you're not just like counting down the days to something else so like I've had the conversation with people many times that it's like okay well this is your life now like what would you like to do with it like how are you going to decide to like like live your life to the fullest and create, create happiness in your everyday because like like let's be real like the world can get you down like mm-hmm. some parts of life can be really really hard so especially when it- you're used to college everything's changing constantly and yes. you're used to that like oh tomorrow will be different or like this is coming up and this is- and you just like yeah. when you're actually in a more stable job area I mean I'm not in that but, <laughs> but well, everyone no, that does get to be even for a lot of people like it may be the first time like I see this all the time like it may be the first time that like you're away from your family for a long time or like um and like like there are so many things that it's like you like you go to college and you have freedom and like you support yourself or whatever but then like once you actually leave college and like maybe maybe you stay home like in your post-grad life maybe you go away Mm -hmm. whatever but either way like it's the first time that like you are figuring out what your life is gonna be like and that's really hard it is yeah I feel like like I moved to Connecticut after like a few months after school and I feel like it took two years for me to like like I had friends here I had people that I did stuff with but like it took yeah. two years for me to like feel really comfortable and like really invest in my friendships my like- yeah I was actually um <laughs> I was actually planning on doing a super senior year at OU when 2019 and then I have an autoimmune disease so like I had to go home for my doctors and everything and so cut short around uh the beginning of 2019 so like it was 2018 2019 and then we all know what came next (laughs) so it still feels like I'm still in that era even though I'm 26 and I'm like how how am I still feeling like that and so like when I'm yeah and it's I've realized like I've for the past couple 
at least the past year or two, I like, I don't actually know where I'll be living for sure in a year. And like, that's such a weird, scary feeling. But then I was like, okay, I want to work in media. Um, you, you never know where you're going to be going with that. And so I've had to like calm myself down with that right now, still in Houston. <laughs> and so that's good. Know that, but I think I'm going towards Austin because for film and um, policy work and so capital that makes sense and so um it's been it's been weird because then I was always going to be doing film forever and then during 2019-2020 I started to do volunteering for all the different campaigns and that's how I realized I kind of want to work in this a little bit too and that's a whole other degree so I'm actually doing school at the same time yes still doing it yes and I was almost done. And then I was like, they, it's totally ripped up and actually having the autoimmune disease kind of helped. Cause I could kind of, uh, I had to withdraw from last classes anyways, but it saved me a little bit because of having to redo a whole, I have to do a whole other degree essentially. So it's been, it's been an interesting ride. And then I, uh, joined Beto's campaign and um, that actually kind of, it all put into place again, like one of another thing we all have in common of like believing in God in like the different ways. And that I really like, I realized that I'm just hopping around Texas and going all over. And I kind of feel like it's to learn of what's all going around in Texas and to try and, because I'm sure you've seen on the news a lot, Sierra, and as you know, Cherish, we've got a lot of work down here. <laughs> And so it's been um, interesting. Get Yeah, I think I've been kind of, I never expected to be down in Houston, but then being in Houston, this is actually where the headquarters of that was. And I get to see Cherish again. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I, I think never like, anticipated no. being here. I think y'all both kind of like touched on it, but as far as like learn, like things that college, you know, does teach you. I think yeah. one thing nobody ever talks about, like the things that college doesn't really teach you. And I was having this conversation with a friend a little while back, like in college, like it's really, especially like at OU, like I always jokingly say, like I majored in networking, right? Because yeah. OU is super big on that, right? Like you mm-hmm. are always meeting Especially Gaylord, me and Sierra and Gaylord. <laughs> Gaylord is big on that (laughs) right yeah but like kind of like y'all were talking about there's always something that like you're looking forward to whether it's next semester or your internship or even just like events happening on campus it's all like college is really training you to look forward to it yes Yes, night at the union mom's day dad's day all the things right Oh, so, yeah, you know we love Mom's Day, Chair. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Go Mom's Day, you know. <laughs> I, I bet you guys all went and everything, like the whole hall probably. Because you guys probably stayed in uh, – did you guys stay in a group me, like, throughout the years too? And, like – I think yeah. it might still actually be in existence. It still exists. <laughs> oh, I think no, so. We don't talk in it as much, but it still exists. Every yeah. once in a while. Oh, I um, love that. Ours, Sierra made a joke out. about Mom's Day because I was chair of Mom's Day back in the day. Yes. That's why. So, but it's actually not even Mom's Day anymore. It's Parents Weekend, which is something that like I really? wanted for sure. Oh, yeah, it's Parents it, Weekend. That's yeah. very inclusive, actually. I really yes. like yeah. that. I like that. It is yeah. good. Because One thing that they the, didn't. It was so. It, yeah, it was so hard whenever people didn't have that like actual, you know, relationships. And so then trying to figure out yeah. how to include everybody. So they would do like mom's day and dad's day. And like, I don't have a relationship with my father. So like dad's yeah. day was really hard. And like a lot of people have that. Yeah. Um, so if you were going to say like, for people who like lost their parents, right? For my yes. year on mom's day, 
we did a candlelight vigil for like people who didn't have their parents or you know didn't have a relationship all oh, the I things like that. but like nobody like that was something that we really like people didn't really like to talk about they're like okay yeah mm-hmm. that's another aspect so I was really happy that they changed it to to parents yep. weekend but actually um, um that's so funny and so funny in a twisted way um my I found out that um my roommate actually her family went through one of the most then I won't air her situation, but went through um, one of uh, the worst things to happen in our nation and lost one of her siblings that way. And I never knew that um, whenever we were looking at houses and I asked her, I was like, oh, so is your mom coming for mom's day? And she was like, actually, it's the anniversary. And so we tend to not want to be in Oklahoma during that. And I, that's how I figured out was, and I know like, you know, being when you're younger and being so naive and like the things that other people could go through, especially like when you're in Oklahoma, how many people have been affected by things that happened in Oklahoma and uh, all of that kind of stuff, like even tornadoes, et cetera. And that was a new thing for me to learn also being in Texas, like away from all of that. And yeah, that was one of those moments where I was like, wow, I feel very dumb in this moment. (laughs) And, but it was very important and, you know, came, but I started living with her and was a big part of our life and learning how her life was. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know though when you asked. I know it's hard. Like as long yeah. as you're like as um like supportive. I'm careful about the words I use now. Like that's why I skipped yes. over some of them. And then um, that was another thing being a part of uh, Beto's team is how progressive people are and like even like there's like a spectrum of it and so there was times when like you would say like we had to block walk so we would have to knock on doors and we had to like approach the subject and it was a back and forth thing about whether or not to actually talk about how dangerous that can be or not and because it was very necessary but it was also dangerous and we can't just deny that so like even yeah, bringing you don't know like what happen. people you're gonna encounter and oh yes put you in like a dangerous yeah. situation even dogs I didn't even realize how much of a situation dogs were like even like the spare dogs and Houston has a huge issue with that and I don't know why but they do and <laughs> so they've been having yeah I'm sure you've seen it to cherish and so then that was like a whole new thing. And I, I remember like thinking, okay, so how do I state this? <laughs> and there was some back and forth with that. Cherish, do you want to talk about how you got into, like, how did you end up getting uh, working where you are and how that yeah. you by lamb and stuff like that? So like, did that <laughs> help um no it didn't <laughs> no well, really I, not I mean they they're like totally two very like separate things me being in phylum had nothing so I work in full-time ministry just to give a little yeah. background um and the I like for in phylum like I often like gave what we called like the devo devos like our Sunday um like our uh what was it called chapter our Sunday chapter like teaching um I gave them occasionally right but mine yeah. was one, I always did one a year that was basically like, uh, hey guys, we cannot only just hang out with phylams. Like our goal mm-hmm. is to make God's name great on this campus. So you have to hang out with people who aren't phylams. Like that was my thing. The whole <laughs> thing that God put on my heart was that like, you know, being a light to people in whatever, you know, yeah. you can feel on, like, right. Not just in like our own little Christian bubbles. And so yeah. when God called me to full-time ministry, I was like, you're joking, right? Like <laughs> I was like my whole thing. That's like, that was like, my whole thing is to not just be in full-time ministry, but 
it was actually pretty cool. Um, so I grew up not the whole time, but like in high school, grew up going to like summer camp, Christian summer camps and things like that. And so in college, I was always taking summer classes, hashtag engineering. So finally one summer, I did not have any summer classes. And so I, you know, call up my pastor from high school and was like, Hey, if you guys need any volunteers, um, I got you like, you know, for, if yeah. you, for this this summer and he's like yeah of course great we're always looking at volunteers and so like I went to my uh I went to the summer camp that I'd always gone to and it was basically like the pre-camp camp for all like yeah. the leaders in your student ministry and I got to be with like the senior group and like tell them about all the things they're going to experience like their freshman year of college super great and Thursday of camp that like, seems very perfect for you with how we it met. was so fun yes I know right yes. it's like I was involved in all the things and so yeah. like Thursday night of camp um I just just like God, you know, I've been praying for my students all week for you to do something amazing in their lives. Um, but like, really, like, I forget that you can do amazing things in my life. Like, what is it that you have for me? Uh, what is your plan for my life? And I walk out of like our little chapel and I start talking to like our, um, like the leader person who is in charge of the leaders. And mm -hmm. his name was Chad. I had to apologize to Chad later. And Chad goes, okay, um, hey, Cherish, I have a plan for your life. What if you give up on engineering and go to full-time ministry? And I, I didn't even know you were in engineering until just a second. And my yeah, sister is downstairs doing an engineering midterm. And so oh, yeah. Cherish yeah. yeah. was big time industrial engineering. No way. Isn't it funny how things change? <laughs> Yeah, it's hilarious. I literally laughed in Chad's face, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, uh, I did all that school for <laughs> for yeah. what?" Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, "God, I love your sense of humor. I appreciate that. You <laughs> use my exact phrasing of what's your plan for my life, and then speak through Chad. Hey, I have a plan for your life. 27 <laughs> seconds later, but that's cute. Really, what do you want for my life? And then <laughs> everything just kind of worked out perfectly to where I ended up at the church that I'm at now. And my youth pastor uh, that I had in high school, he works for this church down here. That's how I got connected. So I get to, yeah. I don't get to work like directly with him, but still get to work with him. And so it's I was cool wondering, yeah, I had always wondered how you ended up in Houston and I always never anticipated to be here too. So yeah. then it's kind of very similar of like, you just go with the flow and you end up there well mine was my family came down here and then I happened to when it worked out but it was the same thing whenever I was like starting to realize that I if I hadn't like keep kept doing like some of the I'm not gonna say political I'm gonna say anti-corruption because the political scene is very stressful and I don't really love their vibes so I will kind of want to avoid most of that and do like anti-corruption maybe in like um, nonprofits and that kind of stuff. That's kind of what I'm looking into right now. After this, I'm literally going to be applying to jobs all night. Fun life. <laughs> yes. So whenever you're like having a down day at work, just remember you could be Lizzie and <laughs> applying to jobs. It's fun. So that was the downside of having seasonal employment. So I didn't really think that through when I was working for Beto's and forget like, hey, his campaign's going to end. 
But um, it was very similar to that where I was like, but I did four years of school. And then, but I just knew it was going to like, it nags on you. Like if you don't actually follow it and keep going. And it's funny because I always told people like, oh, I've always wanted to do film. And so I'm one of the lucky people I always knew and I'll always go that. And then it, it was the same thing where it was like, God was like, hey, hello. Um, no, we're going to put this because it was a lot of the people at OU and everyone being so um, go-getters and all of that kind of stuff that really like inspired me to actually start working with it and be be the change in the world that you wish to see and so I yeah I never anticipated it and it it just I basically I'm trying to say I had the same thought of like but what about all that schoolwork? but it's worth it <laughs> like yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. but honestly like if you're following your path like yeah whatever yeah okay. like, like God puts you where you need to be And it's funny when you start to realize that sometimes the different things that you were like already studying somehow cross over and then, uh, yeah, I never somehow I, and and I don't even know why people would put me into like social media, um, advertising and that kind of stuff. But back in, like I had an internship, ignore my dog, he dash sit down, please. He's decided to be grumpy now. Uh, no sir see this is the chihuahua coming out can you guys hear him (laughs) okay okay good good okay (laughs) well then never mind um but they um the oh yeah but I never anticipated ever work with anything in social media but because of like CAC you know campus activities council back where the mom's day and everything is I also got involved in all that and they kept putting me on social media and then because of that I got an internship with Disney to do PR and I was like I'm not in PR at all but okay I'll take it like and so (laughs) yeah and so then now I'm finding myself applying for doing the social media for the campaign and stuff which I will admit I think that's where one of the things we went wrong with in Beto's campaign but because I I found out later on we didn't actually have a whole entire social media um, system or anything and it's it's crazy but yeah so it's things like learning that and it's weird how it's all connecting and being outside of um I don't know if you guys had this feeling too when you like first leave college you kind of like feel like you want to know what your path for your rest of your life is and like find your meaning and right and it was so stressful because I had these two different things I couldn't figure out how to connect and I finally finally at 26 have accepted like wait a minute you don't have to have it all figured out it'll find you and that's a lot less stressful so I've definitely feel you guys on that. <laughs> Yeah. And there's like some crazy statistic, like 60 or 70% of people don't use like the degree they studied. So you're fine. Yes. You're in the boat with the rest yep. of us. Fine. Yep. <laughs> the amount of people that I'm seeing, like um, one of my friends here in Houston, like she works in um, architecture, even though she was in interior design, things like that. And then it's so funny to see like the complete opposite. So yeah, sometimes it makes me be like, do I really want to keep doing the degree right now anyways, but <laughs> trying to finish that? Yeah. Well, like, I kind of, I kind of think that's an ar- argument that people have a lot, but like when you're having, you know, like 18 year olds declare their major, like people, I, like that's a conversation I hear a lot. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, are you going to want to do this, you know, four years from now? And I think the answer is that like, as long as you're like getting the skills not gonna know. and like gaining experiences, Mm-hmm. any of it really matters like you know you don't, no. you don't yeah. necessarily, like I mean I like 
obviously I work in television. Like you don't even have to have a degree to work in television. So like, (laughs) it's kind of really whatever you want to do. That's actually why I changed because I do still have some of that broadcasting nag, like want to like do, I've thought about like, um, combining, I, I will not say them and like be scared that anyone will take them from me, but, um, I have a few ideas that I want to trademark and try to like put into and maybe produce someday. And, um, but right now I know that like all of the stuff going on, not anti-corruption wise, like I'm going to build that up. And plus, honestly, it's easier (laughs) and in the way that it is because yeah, the whole funding side, I'm sure Sierra, you've seen plenty of that. Like the funding side in media is very, uh, yeah. I want to be more stable for that area. And, but I have a feeling, um, yeah, yeah, a lot, like there's a lot that goes into it insurance like all these other things that was a that was one thing I'm really glad I was in college for is learning all of that stuff because I think that would have been like very like whirlwind if I hadn't but like we talked about earlier it's like the main thing I got from college was well you guys my friends and everything and um and networking and because I still have been hidden up like different of all things I think I'm gonna do acting on the side and my one elective class I my professor in that one elective class is the one that I hit up like the most and I'm like hey you wanna I'm doing it again like let the yeah help me with this and that kind of stuff and yep and it's kind of funny that I think that the funniest thing that I see is that um a lot of times when people feel like they're being placed into random places, especially with the undecided, I think they stress out so many people to like just commit to something where they don't feel like they could change. Like I didn't never thought I could change. And then you end up wasting it those years that you could be just learning that and it gets you into more of a knot than anything. And but whenever you have all those random different um, interests, it actually makes you more of a unique candidate anyways. So it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Well, an interesting thing, why, I don't know about all schools, but why OU specifically pressures freshmen into deciding a major is because if they complete their freshman year um, undecided, then they can't count them in like their four-year graduate program. So like even if you, so like, even if you do like finish in four years, if you're you were a undecided major at freshman year, then they don't count that. That's like a three-year graduate and they want to keep their four-year graduation percentage high. So that's why they, and that's why they push it so hard. Yeah. That would piss me off not knowing that. That is so silly. Oh my gosh, that's so silly. But it makes so many though, right? Now it's like all the the pieces, you have all the rest of the pieces of the puzzle. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, and like even- It's mainly stats. I came in, I definitely came in um, thinking that I was going to do, I think I came in like, like pre-meteorology and then I switched to like geometry and then I thought about doing engineering and then it was like working at SoonerVision um, mm-hmm. my freshman year. I was like, no, I really want to do broadcasting. Um, my cat just that, me. oh that is like, another thing I liked about college is honestly sooner vision like that was yeah. which is not even part of necessarily so college I was like I, I like I had already done like a bunch of like broadcasting stuff in high school and I like was pretty sure that's what I wanted to do but then like I was really good at math and science so like coming into mm-hmm. school I was really unsure like I, I really kept feeling like oh like you're really good at math like 
you should do something with that. But like, it really wasn't where my passion lied. Lies. Mm -hmm. I've realized, like, as an adult, like, I really liked math and science because it didn't come naturally to me. It was very hard. And what came very naturally to me was like English and reading and like writing and stuff like that. So, um, like, I changed my major a couple of times. I took my freshman year for my math credit, I took calculus one for engineers because if I was going to go into like a meteorology or like an engineering course, like course for my career, career, I had to have that. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like one of the, like, I had like one of the higher grades in my Calc one for engineering class, even though like it was, and it was really hard because I was like learning it a different way. But I like, I just felt like I did it. I didn't want to like put myself where I wasn't in a good spot, but it's still freshman year. All my classes for the most part were like prerequisite oh, yeah. classes. Like they, they yeah. into my degree, like I didn't get into my degree. I took one class for Gaylord, like intro to mass communication freshman year, mm-hmm. which even if I had taken it sophomore year, it would have been fine. But I'm yeah. just saying like, that's so silly. Like there's so many, there's mm-hmm. so many courses you fill out your it, first and year and it's not like you're not doing stuff you definitely are and you should be counted that that well and what's funny is um through as I've been learning all of the different policy stuff the one of the biggest anti-corruption things that I actually want to go into is uh and or like help towards is higher education the amount of just stupid things and just we all know the price <laughs> that just does not add up and so I it's funny because I like to say the ironic part of it ignore my dog I'm sorry do you guys hear him yet because he's like literally okay you're very glad because he literally sang so (laughs) yeah you might hear it dash stop being dramatic okay and then anyways giving me anxiety here okay and then so anyways I'll just cut that out um I'm freaking out about my dog okay the what did I say the oh okay so I I find it really ironic because I'm like doing all these classes and stuff like that to fix going to those schools and I I hate to say it and I feel like a total traitor but there is a possibility I could try to transfer to UT at some point and I know I know I know exactly but and then I like and it so it feels so ironic and what's the funniest part about it is like UT is one of the ones that needs a lot of the fixing and but I want to go there to learn the things to try and fix that kind of stuff and yeah it's it's a very sticky web that if you want some entertainment research into all of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and so and then that's um and I, the worst part is, is it's keeping people from like students from actually going and learning things and getting the advantage, like advantages of college, which was like things like meeting you guys when I never would have, like we met so many people from so many different states. And I feel like a lot of people, like, it's a good thing that people don't necessarily need school anymore. And I'm glad that that gives like some more opens. Like my cousin right now, he's taught himself coding and like uh, HTML, Java, all that stuff. 
in essentially all by himself. And I'm so impressed by that. And that he probably, he sounds like he probably will go into a four year uh, eventually just kind of more for the experience than anything, but he doesn't necessarily need to. And that's like pretty awesome that he can open those things, but I think it will seclude our world more into us all just being in our own little bubbles, kind of like back in the olden days. (laughs) And so that's one thing that I worry about with generations coming because I can't blame people for not going to college because yeah well well and I feel like that's more even the pandemic than anything else yes like people have gotten so used to being alone and being very much like away from others like I think the entire workforce has really learned that like you know people people don't necessarily have to be like Mm -hmm. you know working from their work site they can do it from home but then there are certain collaborative efforts that you lose especially like a creative Mm -hmm. I like the hybrid, I think the best. Um, I think that's been my be- my most successful. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, I feel like we're learning so many things, but then there are certain parts of community that you're losing just because yes. mm-hmm. that happens whenever you see people less. So yeah, like, I do think that it can be a little worrisome for kids going forward because like, you know, the pandemic happened right on the precipice of when Gen Z is going to college. So like, there's a lot of like social skills and like, there's just certain, like almost intangibles that haven't been passed on or learned or whatever. But like, yeah, Gen Z is, you know, a very tough generation, like they're going to adapt. So like, everyone's going to figure out like, how to make this thing or that thing work for society. But um, I was um, with my, my cousin's cousin's and um, they're Gen Z, they're younger. So they're in high school and just about out of high school. And it was like my first real experience of like, wow, we really are a whole other generation because they're like terminology, they had to teach me the terminology and things like that. <laughs> and I was like, so off of it. And I had to explain to them what yik yak was. And that was a fun conversation of having to explain right yes and then I was like oh but you guys are missing out because we used to just talk in the middle of those big huge classes on yik yak and just say the most random shit ever and like I had to explain it to them literally me every day so I work with junior high students and it's like constantly changing sometimes like I'll be like guys this song is a jam I can't believe you haven't heard this song and I'll have to stop and I'll be like yes they don't know no I'm like y'all weren't born when this song came out Oh my oh, gosh, that's so, so weird. Oh, it's so weird. I'm like, this song in 2007? Wait a minute, you were born in 2010? Oh my gosh, it hurts Oh my sometimes. goodness, I can't yeah. even, that's, so, I haven't I even experienced that. that. No, yeah. like, literally every day I learn something. But like, I, I do see like what y'all are saying about like Gen Z, like one of the things that, so like my platform when I was like a teen and early in college was anti-texting and driving, but in the recent mm-hmm. years it switched to social, it's switched to education reform, um, specifically yes. with the influence on social emotional learning. And like really because like we've seen so that. deeply with Gen Z is that we've relied so, so much on just socialization for, for people to learn these skills instead of like them being taught like their entire lives they're like lecture style taught things and that's how they retain information but then we're like oh hey you're supposed to learn about like how to process your emotions in a healthy way and how to interact with other people in a healthy way just by doing it so good luck right like no that's something we actually need to like teach people how to do so things like if we do have a global pandemic (laughs) that they can still continue on in life and like still be okay and like not be you know entirely traumatized and not know how to function so definitely see that with things we should have 
before 2020, <laughs> but had no yeah. idea we needed that. <laughs> Hindsight really is 2020. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's so clever. That I love that you are doing education reform. That's so cool. I didn't even know that. And <laughs> I'm trying, yeah. And then um, one of my favorite things that I've seen, sorry, ex- ignore the dog on my shoulder. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know, he's a parrot, I swear. Um, but then- <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where he thinks he's going, but he's thinks he's yeah. Okay, I guess you're gonna just chill there. Um, but, and then <laughs> this is he's the like we're on to. Yeah, he's like we're on He's decided he needs to be a part of the show, and apparently, <laughs> and him singing wasn't enough, so now he needs to be on my shoulder. So, um, <laughs> oh, I see. I told you guys this is the Chihuahua in him. I swear. And we didn't know he was Chihuahua at first, but it was quite, it, he started shaking. And that was the first time we were like, okay, so there's something more in there. And we took a DNA test and figured that out. And fun, fun story. But um, the, uh, the, what is, oh, my favorite thing that I love seeing is that um, like what Selena Gomez is trying to do and getting mental health into everyday schools. And I, the amount of, huh, man, my life would be a whole different thing if I had been able to learn about that I had ADHD when I was younger. And this is why you can't study. And because you really feel like if you can't do, if you're not perfect at at the different testings and different stuff like that, like you feel like your whole entire worth's on that. And the amount of difference in my life, because actually my freshman year, me becoming, okay, <laughs> me becoming a into SGL and everything. It was because I was super, super shy, which no one believes me now, but I was very shy to the point where I wouldn't talk to anybody. And I would go to like, my counselor told me about, um, that there's camp crimson things like that, since I didn't go the recruitment route and all that fun stuff. And we weren't like all like interactive on our floor or anything like that. And probably because most of them were Greek and OU has a very big problem with that for sure. And um, so then when I, they suggested like, well, being just for your problem, like it's hard to get into anything else if you're not. Yes. Right. Yes. I, as absolutely. Like, I definitely experienced that. And yeah, like, there are certainly pros to it, but like as a non-Greek, it was really, really hard. It to, really like, was. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I didn't all want for to. deferred rush. Like that's yes. my vote. Every mm-hmm. school should do deferred rush as an uh, RA and like deferred rush mm-hmm. all the way. <laughs> yes. Because when it, I, I did rush. I actually did rush. And it was a whole other experience um, to where like, I literally get PTSD if I smell this one like cleaner and that like, cause our dorms oh. were completely clean. Yes. Cause it was just, it felt like high school and crack. And no. now like, yeah, whenever I watch bachelor, I'm like, that was rush. That seriously was rush. And then I'm like, wow, I'm okay, so glad wait, I'm not dealing funny that. story about the mm-hmm. bachelor. Um, yeah. So the most recent, recent bachelor Clayton is from Austin. Yeah. Um I met him. What? <laughs> because I work with his best friend. What? And his best no way. Friend. Did y'all watch that season? With like on it? Yeah. Um well his best friend that came Some, in here and there. He was like a, he played football with him at Mizzou. Clarence, he had dreads. I work with him. Like we're like no we're That's like, so a across for me. And he's yeah. like, Hey, uh Clayton's gonna be here this morning. And I'm like, Okay, cool. 
No way. Clarence was on the show like after after his episode. Like he just he would get calls from Warner Brothers, and we didn't think that was anything like super weird. But then like he kind of just like disappeared for a week. Well, because like he had told us he's like, hey, just so y'all know, my best friend's gonna be on The Bachelor. They're calling us like for character references, like, and so Mm -hmm. like okay, like that makes sense. But then like he would disappear, and I'm like. Did, like I, you probably signed an NDA but like are you gonna be on the show and he's like I'm not gonna talk about it and I'm like that's a yes and then yes, this episode yes. aired and then Twitter was blowing up Clarence should be the host of The Bachelor all the things like <laughs> I think and I've seen him in your snaps uh, yeah I think I've seen him on your story and I yes, I second that he was the one he's with really the entertaining mic. he was yes, the one with the mic dancing. that was Yes, yeah. yes. He, I, t- I think I didn't. I, I feel like I probably messaged you and was like, they need a TikTok because they were yeah, really interested. When they were like, I'm not they're the like only one that thinks like that. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's ready. hilarious. Wow. Um, you know what's funny is that actually my <laughs> my friend, her, um, her, I think it was her friend was used to be roommates with one of the girls in which season was it um I'll have to find this and send it to you guys so that you guys know who I'm talking about but there was it was during the pandemic because it was two girls from Chicago and there was that thing that it was a rumor of um whether or not this girl was a prostitute or not of all the things and oh, yes I watched that yep yep she was roommates was with her up. it was real messed yes. up yes and it was so funny, Aww. like hearing the inside details of all of that situation. And like, because apparently in Chicago, it's like such a small area, which Chicago is huge. So I don't understand how, but they no, were but saying like, that everyone knew like, everyone. It's just like when you live in Tulsa or you live whatever, like it's a yes. small city and like, you know, people who run in the same circles as you. Yeah, especially the mm-hmm. same age as you. And so, yeah. And so it was funny because like whenever we we kept asking, we were like, so is she (laughs) like things like that? Because we were just wondering all the behind the scenes, the details. But that was like, oh, man, the cattiness that happens in that. It's like for real, though. That's how it is. It's like and I'm glad that actual job interviews aren't like that. But that's what (laughs) it's like. Rush was very much like, yeah, um, all girls interviewing for the same job and all at once and it yes it's a it's whole just other so experience because like and that's so how I started college RAs, right that's like your first yeah. experience with college so RAs yeah. go with being called mock rush which is really mm-hmm. just an opportunity for all the sororities to practice before freshmen actually get there and so going through mock yeah. rush you learn a lot about the actual details of rush and there's so many things these poor sweet freshmen have no clue yes. like when you have no control the- over yeah Mm -hmm. when you walk into the door they already know whether they want you or not and Mm -hmm. so like really it's just this big facade of like based on what room you're standing they're like oh this is this person you're supposed to pick them up and take them to this room and like you have no idea going through that as rush and it's so like traumatizing you're like replaying all these scenarios in your head like what did I do wrong what could I have done better and it really affects how you literally just a computer freshman year Yes, so it's just like it's so sad. And so So. me becoming an SGL onto Camp Crimson, which is how I met you, Cherish, and all of that stuff. And then eventually Sooner Vision too was the same kind of thing of like trying to just push myself out there. And yeah, uh, yeah. and but it's 
I think it gives you a lot more of a character when you have to force yourself rather than just being already in the Greek life and everyone like shows you the way. And because I definitely, it definitely defined me as a person of having to get bolder. And <laughs> and now I'm at the point where I literally um, texted Beto and, and things like that just to say, give suggestions. And because the squeaky what is that you you know squeaky what squeaky wheel gets the green wheel. wheel yes I never get it right so I'm not gonna say it yeah and so the it it's really important from like college on and I feel like a lot of people in the Greek life that I see like my sister was in Greek life and like all that kind of stuff is they have to relearn all of that and where we were kind of like forced into it and then especially like whenever doing deferred rush and that kind of stuff too is that what what it's called Cherish did I do that right? Okay. Like, and then, like, like yeah. you kind of only meet people and then you were Yes. Yes. And it's so much better because you actually know where like friends are and who you actually click with and like who actually has good morals. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. And that was, it was so different because um, I actually then tried to rush again the second year just to see, because then I actually had friends in them. And it was a whole other thing where I would just like try and hang out with my friends during rush. And then I was also rushing with campers. And one of my campers saved like one of my favorite meals that I said, like I said, I loved. Do you guys remember the veggie lasagna in, um, in couch? No, no, you guys didn't have couch, right? No. Yeah. No, no, like no. We still, no, like we still, like, still got, like, went. we still go eat at the couch restaurant. So like we went yeah. there. Oh, okay. We went to couch, but, but I've never had the veggie lasagna. It's never had so the veggie good. Lasagna. I, I didn't think I would like it, but I really I definitely liked went it. to the dessert bar though. Yes. Oh yeah. And the Chick-fil-A. I would sit in there and drink coffee all yeah. day long. Did you guys ever super calf? What's that? <laughs> super calf is when you swipe in for okay, first of all, let me preface with you have to skip <gasps> <Yeah>. class. <laughs> you swipe yeah. in for breakfast. Um, you stay for lunch, and then there's oh, that I have break that. where yeah. they, they don't <laughs> close for dinner so like they won't swipe you in between four and six but if you're there they won't kick you out and so you just stay till dinner and you just super cast most people did homework I watched Netflix yes and then the people that are working there will like be eyeing you and you're just like trying to be like no I I just came in here I would like go in I would go in and then I would leave or I'd like go meet people and then (laughs) did you ever take Tupperware I had like no what I that would have been a meal points. like I I like I feel like I had meal points like falling out of my eyes <laughs> like I was I'm just so like, jealous and these puppies I was not good at the whole saving thing which I have now learned as a adult that my budgeting skills no, <laughs> it was a I prelude had, I feel like I had so many meal points I would like take friends to eat all the time and then I had a scholarship my sophomore junior and senior year so even though I lived in an apartment I had a meal plan Cherish remembers oh this. my gosh what I I, I, I had to so like, up so I, I had this so like I had this meal plan that I was like I had to spend my scholarship so I would get like 1500 meal points a semester or something which is like a lot that's like a lot oh, yeah. of money to spend yeah. just on food so like I would go to Chick-fil-A. I would go to Einstein Brothers Bagels. Like, yes, we would go to Einstein Brothers Bagels. I didn't know that you could and use it on Einstein. Um, what was the what was the the convenience store in Walker? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, we would go. We I'd be like, Cherish, you want to go to the store? So we go to the convenience store and we would buy it with an E. Yeah. Whatever it was called. We would buy you stock up on everything. 
Oh yeah, yeah. etc. We would buy so much stuff, and it's I'd be so like, okay, expensive. well, like let's take this back to my house, like pop tarts, dips, everything. I would buy like so onions and told me you were doing I, this. No, I did it all the time. Like I'd go yeah. to work, and I'd be like, does anybody want lunch? Like I'll bring you lunch. So, like I would bring like chick-fil-a for like the people i was working with for the day like yeah i would go to canes i'd be like oh yeah like you want a caniac i'm gonna go get a three-finger combo and i would have so hit you up for that if i I was an ra i would literally cater meetings from canes i would order like the tailgate i'm like oh we got a late night meeting cool i'm coming through with canes and everybody would be so excited i would do you remember how adams would like literally smell like canes like the second you walked in oh yeah for sure and, oh yeah probably part of the reason they have to tear it down because it smells like <laughs> canes so too. <laughs> it was probably it so the question is did they replace the canes because if not that's tragic i don't know how you live without canes i there. hope so connecticut yes. is actually getting a canes in infield which you guys don't have it, it but they, there's yeah. not canes in connecticut there's one in boston um I haven't been to Cane's since I went to my friend's wedding in Austin so we went to a Cane's in Austin you have to yeah and it wasn't it just it wasn't like the best Cane's I've ever had so like that was disappointing yep but we're mm-hmm. getting one in Connecticut so like as soon as it opens my boyfriend and I are going because like we both oh yeah have Cane's. oh yeah we um, we that's uh we did this um beware whenever things from different like states it gets so crowded at first and I never realized that but um DFW just got this restaurant from Chicago called Pertillo's and my parents are from there so we would always go to Pertillo's and my dad would get to a point where he would even like ship Pertillo's hot dogs from Chicago all the way down yes for real and so when we found out DFW was having it yeah and so we went there it no joke it was an hour wait for the um fast food line and yes and then the snow happened and we were like wow yeah it was the same day of all of that but it really was worth it I can't say yeah Mm -hmm. um, right when I moved to Connecticut they got a Chick-fil-a and so, like, now there's a bunch of them. There's, like, yeah. the ones they opened, like, shortly but after. But probably people flipped out. House. But, like, it was crazy busy, and it's still always crazy busy because it's Chick-fil-A. But, like, I was here when they were building it. And then right when I moved it here, they had just opened it. So, like, it was, like, That's a nice. big, crazy, insane thing for, for mm-hmm. like, Connecticut to get Chick-fil-A. You know what I'm missing? Um, I miss Brahms a lot. <laughs> Because I don't I think we have a Brahms down here, right? No, Church? we don't. They, so, Brahms yeah. does not have anywhere, will not have a Brahms like 500 miles out from a, a yeah. Brahms farm. They so they have them in Dallas, but not really? here. If, you, if they can't, so this, the farm is in Tuttle, Oklahoma. And if they can't drive their food there within a day and have it be fresh, they don't, they don't expand. So it, that it's area. only that area. There's yeah. nowhere else. No way. Yeah. Oh, I miss like the just being able to go straight there and get ice cream and a drive through yeah. like that. Like, oh, that's I meant- love Brahms. Their mint yep. chocolate chip ice cream is superior. And I don't do you care. guys see? Oh, yes. whatever. <laughs> exactly so the the Texas one. And then, do you guys like ever see like on? Um, I see it constantly on stories, like especially around OU Texas when people come back down this area and Are whenever they go. Pies? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, everyone's sharing that, and then I'm sitting there like, "Oh, I need to go visit." I know our welcome <laughs> mountain fried pies. Heck yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it, it's so fun. Uh, my dad, like, whenever we would drive up there, like, he would see the sign, and the whole time he'd be like, "I want a fried pie. Where can we go get a fried pie?" And just to piss us off, 
And yeah, that's our thing now. Whenever we're driving, no matter whether there is a fried pie or not, we'll talk <laughs> so about funny. that. Yes. That's good. Yep. Well, no, I, I love that. I also really missed fuzzies. Like there are fuzzies in like Dallas, but like the closest one here is College Station, which is an hour. And so, so if crazy. I'm home, if I'm home, I'm like, I'm so sad fuzzies. about that. I didn't even I know. know that until Cherish told me last week. So <laughs> Cherish and I obviously would go out together. Yes. <laughs> well, like Sierra, I have to tell you what I told Cherish. I said, when I found out you guys knew each other, it made complete sense to me because wherever one of you are, I know it's going to be a fun time. Let me just put it that way. And well, so, <laughs> yes. We had fantastic times. <laughs> I had never been to Fuzzies when this happened. I had never been to Fuzzies before in my life. I didn't know what it was. We had no gone way. to a house party. Um, mm-hmm. Someone, somebody in our group knew. And the Naturally. person from the house party um, hopped up on her couch and told everyone to please leave, but they didn't say it like that because she <laughs> wanted to go to Fuzzies. So like, we're just like, you know, she was holding people. a knife. She I was, was holding a knife saying, get the F out. I want to go to Fuzzies before they close. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, bye. And we just like, right we're like, party over if you rode with me we're out we're done <laughs> yeah oh Cherish was like Cherish was like let's get in the car let's go we're going did you guys know me. her like or was she like one of those where you just knew it was like, one of those things where someone texts you an address and you go to the party yeah <laughs> so you didn't yeah, even know was, who she was, was so like I don't know I was with like my that. friends I was going where my friends went Cherish was driving yep, yep. that's kind of yeah. oh she one time, Cherish and I was about to go to a football party, and then they got raided. But then so that didn't happen. But it was very similar to that. And like, so I should just know that Cherish, you have these connections because I feel like that, you, get, you honestly, probably have the address for that one. I yeah. feel like things happen. Things like that happen to me far too often. Where oh it's yes. Like, <laughs> okay, this has gotten out of hand. Let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like um this is not the vibe we're gonna get out of here yeah. which I gotta say like our like our friends who we like when we would go out like we were always super safe like we always knew that like yeah everyone's gonna get home safely like we were all watching out for each other like yeah even if it meant going to OU was like the that. third floor of this apartment complex knocking on every door to find your drunk friend who had met up with this guy <laughs> was it you was crying in his okay no, no that was... it was not me it's not it's not it's not either of us not either of us okay good. it was one oh, i know who it is that sounds okay. like oh yeah, texas it's not, it's none of us it's not it's not us but it um, sounds like an yeah. OU Texas story because it was okay, not what I mean, okay wait Lizzie you don't know this about me I no. didn't drink until I was 21 I was very really? shambly yeah I was very shambly after I you turned caught on quick yeah 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 I, I had a lot of catching up to do so I I did that Paris a lot was always the designated driver um, I was I was drove everyone everywhere and like People were surprised to know that I wasn't drinking because I was always a little, little like wild, a little crazy, yeah. right? And then I was That's like- That's cool though, when it's just your personality. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, I was all, I was never, I was always the one going to find people, driving, make sure everybody got home safe, giving people Advil and a gallon of water. But I mean, then after I turned 21, everybody was doing that to me. It but started to switch. Yeah, <laughs> I flipped the switch. Then I started going on. Long um, story adventures. short, we have lost Cherish before. <laughs> on several. And that was occasions. a fun story. Yes. yes. 
I love what I love your alter ego's name. It's my favorite name ever now. <laughs> which we're not going to say it on the podcast. Okay, okay. She doesn't need no. any followers. <laughs> okay, <Instagram>. sorry. <laughs> That's so great. Yes, you guys are so much fun. And then we were well, also if talking. If you're a college student watching this podcast, you should always practice safe practices. Have yes. a driver. Be careful. Watch what goes Don't go with screen. random um, football Make players. Choices. Don't yeah. go with anyone scary. Mm-hmm. The buddy system doesn't work if both the buddies are drunk. Let me tell you that right now. Yeah, but you really do have to remind people that because yeah. that's moments when you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> now we've lost both of them. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. What do you do? The different stories that I like remind, really find, like the time, like, oh my gosh, the amount of times I saw like guys peeing on campus and then, yes, seriously, seriously, like coming back from campus corner. And then I remember like constantly being like, okay, so where was the cop that's going to catch you on that one? Cause that happened a few times. Uh, oh man, the different things that I remember, like, why do I have a memory like that? And it's because of things like campus corner. So yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Sure I mm-hmm. times on campus corner. We oh, really I bet. did. Um, where was the place that had DP shootouts? I think that's closed now. Oh, it was Chimmy's. Chimmy's at Chimmy. Chimmy's. Chimmy's. Yes. So I was very young when that closed, and I like may have been there illegally when I was there, and then it was closed by well, the time I was twenty one. That's certainly yeah. part of the closed. It was pretty easy yeah. compared so, to like, the other I, places. I I like drank before I was twenty one, but I didn't drink a ton yeah me too I was like that um so like I didn't I never got a fake ID or anything so then obviously like after I was 21 like yeah yeah a lot more and at that point Mm -hmm. for like five dollars I could uber from my house to campus corner for five dollars so like so crazy that it's not like like that now easy to be like safe and fun but um, yeah yes that, okay so that's the difference because now that I'm like I've ubered with um whenever I went to see Cherish I ubered back and I was thinking it was going to be like college prices because I w- haven't been doing as much ubering with all the pandemic stuff and then um yeah it's it was not- like 50 dollars <laughs> and you were like what? yes yes and especially like I lived in like, like, American like, U.S. dollars U.S. dollars yeah. yeah can you make this Canadian it- I used to like I Ubered in college all the time because it was like me too. Like, I didn't have a car my first year. I could year. Uber home like if I drove to the bar, I would just Uber home and then I would just Uber oh, back yeah. to the bar in the morning and like yeah. anymore. Like every time I pick up an Uber, it's gonna be like forty dollars. So it's so then crazy. I'm like, yo, who's driving? Like somebody's DDing tonight mm-hmm. because I'm not yep. forty dollars for an Uber. Yep. Exactly. I think Cherish, you and I are probably gonna have to meet halfway <laughs> so the next oh, time we see each other. Yeah, because well, I'm still an hour away. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so I meant to say this earlier when you were talking about how large Houston is. So Houston, Houston Metro is the size of the state of Connecticut. Wait, seriously? What? No yeah, like way. the Houston Metro area is like the size of Connecticut. So like, if so I basically like went map, across Connecticut. Connecticut you, you drove, map, like it feels like the, the state whole of Connecticut. Connecticut. Do what? That's wild. I said Lizzie drove across the whole state of Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I easy. Like, you, you can state. do it in like two hours. Like two hours, you can be across the state. And so, then in Texas, um, you're driving four me. hours. Lizzie and her dad came to see me. And her dad. Yes. Wait, my dad, like... <laughs> I got daughter points for bringing her him over to see the ESPN tour and everything. I got oh. all of the bonus points. And then Which we, is so funny because yeah. they actually, the ESPN tour has been closed for a long time due to the pandemic. Wait, seriously? Oh, yeah. They only I didn't think about that. It. So I was been, 2019. That was yeah, right before. 
So mm-hmm. I've been dating my boyfriend for two and a half years and he has still never been on campus. So no way. about it because like, like we, he travels every weekend. So it's been hard for us mm-hmm. to find the time, but it's like every time someone else is like, Oh, Hey, like Sierra showed me ESPN. He's like, Oh, yeah. And we live, you know, like, and we live, you know, eight minutes away and (laughs) and I just hopped in and I'm pretty sure I told you like right before I got I we got there because we weren't like we long story short my dad decided to be like hey do you want to go somewhere and I at the time I didn't know he was looking at a job in New York City and I, I honestly this is the real reason he was trying to see New York City and he knew I wanted to go there and um, so he was like, okay, you want to go anywhere? Because he, whenever I was in college, he would do this for my sister. And I would always like, they would stop in Oklahoma and they'd be like, oh yeah, we're going to California. And they'd be like, okay, great. Have a fun, great time. And like, I'll just stay here in Oklahoma. And so to make up for that, he was like, do you want to go somewhere? And I was like, uh, yeah, but like where? And he was like, well, where of all places you want to go? And I was like, New York, of course. I had never been there. And so then he was like, okay, but here's the deal. We're leaving tomorrow morning and we're going to just just drive straight there and I was like okay but New York is a type of place you got to plan and he was like nope we're, that's what Google is for you got the whole car ride and so yep for real and it turned into a two-week across the state we went from Dallas all the way to New York City and Buffalo and then we came all the way back down and we visited about 18 cities in between that it was oh my it was gosh. definitely spontaneous that's yes wild. Yeah. I knew you guys but, were doing that but I didn't realize that's yeah. how it came together yep and then so then we went to Connecticut and we saw you and then um, you showed us a really cool bar that like a bar restaurant that was super freaking old. It, I think about it oh, all the time, actually. Yeah, we yes. went to yeah, Oh, and yeah, it's and so you texted cool. me because your dad loved the wings. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then we went all the way to, and then that's why we went to Buffalo, only for the wings, honestly. And it was beautiful during the summer. It was definitely the weather I wish Texas had. <laughs> obviously does not and then right now I wouldn't trade for their weather but (laughs) yes and it was June and I remember it was like so cool because we would see like all of the um because New York New England they're way more inclusive so there'd be like all the the gay pride flags and it would be such a different thing and we would go through and just to see the different cultures that everywhere had and going through Tennessee and then Arkansas Arkansas was where we were like done and we were like let's get home like, we were let's so try dead. home no more stops yes no more stops. I broke my dad's phone um which was our GPS and that was a bad situation I remember we were in Georgia and Atlanta and we had just gone to the college museum and then we went to Coca-Cola which is like in the same area we're standing in the line and I'm just holding his phone and he says I threw it but I didn't throw it I would just I don't know what happened it just and so then it went somewhere and it, I just remember it in slow motion because I saw my dad's eyes and when it was his phone and because oh because I ran out of pictures on my phone of course and so then was trying to use his and um fell out of my hand and he just like looked at me like <laughs> and the whole time whenever I'd be like that's really cool he'd be like oh is that really cool do you want a photo of that maybe you shouldn't have broke my phone and that was the whole entire time for the rest and I told my grandma because we stopped on my um, in Missouri to see my grandma too, and that was the first place we stopped. She was like, "You guys are gonna have such a great time," and I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna kill each other by the end, probably." <laughs> and we did, and it happened to be during Father's Day, so and that was not even on purpose; it just happened. But yeah, 
we learned a lot about each other and and every single place I tripped and I have a scarf I swear from every location yeah I fell on Broadway in in both Broadways actually um in New Nashville and yep iconic and that's how I figured out I really am a klutz yep so it was, a, I really recommend that. And, but I don't know if it's the same kind of experience because that was right before the pandemic. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the world was kind of giving us a good laugh to like, hey, by the way, you're not going to be able to do this soon. And we just <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah, it was. So that was really fun. But I'm so glad that I got to go up there and see you. And that was my first time in New England ever. And I still haven't been there since like the apart from New York City. So I really, really want to go to like Newport. Um, we because we oh, yeah, almost Newport went there. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And like seeing everyone's like Snapchat, like so many people from OU have been going up into New England. And it's so interesting seeing that. And so I want to see um, Rhode Island. I miss Boston. I loved Boston and things like that. I want to see more of Connecticut. <laughs> And then when I was at Connecticut, we did drive by, um, because I told you I was going to look into this, the uh, Haunting in Connecticut house. And so we did that. Oh, yeah, it's in the next time over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we drove past it, and there's someone was having a kid's party at the house, which I thought was so ironic. Yeah, there's like like a regular family who lives there, and they said it was never haunted. Yep, and they probably were like, oh, God, another one just going by. Yeah, it's literally just like a home. Like, people live there. They're like, it so yeah so I like of course we were there and that was my first horror movie ever so I had to and yeah I and what's funny is I'm not a big horror person so like but then I've seen I saw um Sierra you went to Salem right this past year that was so cool yeah Yeah, I've been a couple times it's really fun um like it's obviously really cool in October we went like right before like we went on the last day of September so um like it was really cool we actually wandered into a shop and I got like a self-guided tour instead of us like paying for a tour so honestly those are the best if you go to New Orleans do uh the self-guided tour it's pretty cool yeah so we just like like uh we walked around we ate like um it was a bunch of my friends from Oklahoma who like came up for a New England trip so we did Salem and then we like went to a cabin in Vermont um oh that's yeah. beautiful it was just like super fun and cool and I like I've been to Salem but the history there is like really awesome so I want to go and then um and then where all you were saying that you were gonna go on some trips this year what are you where are you going um yeah so in May I'm going to Disney I'm really excited um I'm so jealous. my partner and I are going with my best friend and her husband mm-hmm. um so that's gonna be like really fun we're super excited wait and, who, who are you going with Marlena uh, no um um, no, I'm going with Chandler and her oh, husband, Chandler. Um, Gunner. Okay. Um, and then we're Chandler and Gunner are coming to New England later in the year because then we're going to Cape Cod over Labor Day weekend. So we're spending. That'll be so fun. Um, yeah. So and like so Chandler's husband and then my partner are both very into golfing. So like we're gonna golf at Disney and we're gonna like golf in Cape Cod. Um, I have my friend Philip is getting married in Oklahoma in June, so we're gonna go home for the wedding. Oh, and, like, you get to go home. Family. Are you gonna yeah. be there for your birthday? You're gonna be th- be there for your birthday? No, because I was trying to get. I usually take that week off so I can come home. It's later in June for his birthday or for his oh. wedding, for Philip's wedding. But I was trying to get a work assignment that happens over my birthday, and it's not gonna work out. Um, oh just due mm-hmm. to circumstances so so um, close 
it's unfortunate. So I like, I, I intentionally didn't ask off that week because I wanted to be able to be put on this work assignment and like not be on vacation, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen. So that's okay. But joys of having a summer birthday. I I've had, had that situation. <laughs> it's just like, it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to be home for Thanksgiving and the Friday after Thanksgiving, there's an OU game against TCU. So I'm hoping really? that we'll be able to come home for Thanksgiving and then go to the Oklahoma game um, at yeah. home. And then, like, it's really just those three things, mm-hmm. but, like, they're kind oh, of... Oh, no, that's still exciting. That's a lot. Like, yeah. Four things. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, like, it's still a lot of stuff to do in one year, especially just because, like, traveling home, like, like people don't really talk mm-hmm. about this. But when you live away from your family and, like, you're traveling home, like, it is a big expense and it is a lot to do mm-hmm. and it is like, a big deal, so... Um, and, like, people don't talk about that even though it's like good to see family and friends, it's exhausting because everybody wants you to have see to fit you. everything at yeah. one time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's demanding. Yeah. It's demanding. Yes. Like it's expensive because like typically when I'm at home, I'm like eating at home and stuff. And it's like when I go home, like so I can see everyone. Like I have you a rental. Out. I'm like running here and I'm running there, and mm-hmm. like you can never make everybody happy. So I've just had to really like wrestle with the fact like I'm gonna see some people, I'm not gonna see others. And um, other people, and how everyone's on different like life stages and the busynesses. It's just yeah. it's yeah, so like, crazy. Like, being a grown up is hard. So yes. um, <laughs> every time I'm with people here and they're talking about how like they just like drove home for the weekend I'm like I could never drive home it would take 24 Mm -hmm. hours yeah I don't want to do that so yeah um, that's a really well I've did that drive it's not easy it took us two weeks so Um, (laughs) it takes a long time and then we may potentially go on a cruise with some of Brandon's friends. We haven't decided yet. We've got to like figure out if it's going to work. Ooh, into that's our fun. Budget. You should go to one that's coming off of Galveston and hit up us. Um, <laughs> our so way. It would be a, it would be a Disney cruise. So we would be oh, taking that's Florida. It's like the Disney wish mm-hmm. from Port Canaveral is the one that his friends are going on. So yeah, we're like trying Darn. to just if we're going to do that. So like, yep. if we're gonna do that, then I have to change my, like I've got to switch like my vacation time around, but, um, so like, yeah, like it's like some big stuff this year, but we're really mm-hmm. excited. Cause like I work hard. I want to have fun. Like I want to go on like cool vacations. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. That's the, yeah, that's the, that is the worst part of being back in the unemployed mode right now is definitely missing that freedom of getting to do that. And then, um, it's funny. Cause like And when I was working for the campaign still, and if you can imagine the last part of October going into November is nuts. And um, since the election is then, I decided to go up to DFW to visit my family and friends up there the like week before and um, happened to, while I was there, I had just gone to a rally and I went straight from like a, a Beto rally and then went straight from there, basically traveling up. And so it was, I guess it was like one of my first time because I mainly worked remote. Um, I being like with tons of people, I caught COVID and I didn't oh. know I caught COVID. And I met my two best friends, um, newborn babies while I was, yeah. And I had COVID and I was like freaking out when I, cause I found out two days after that. And then I was at my grandparents' house. And so I had to like seclude myself in there. And then I eventually gave it to my grandma, which, you know, makes you feel great. But then like when I came back, then I had to like figure out how to work um, during the election crazy and with COVID. So that was fun. Yeah, it's 
it kind of like makes it I was like it was worth it but at the same time <laughs> it really complicated things yeah yeah that's yeah. tough um mm -hmm. yeah COVID was hard I definitely had I got it twice the first time I got it at my cousin's wedding um and I thought that it was from yeah. like my my cousin's wedding in Dallas mm -hmm. um and I thought that like at first I thought that it was from like just another guest at the wedding turns out it was from my other cousin so then like no when, way <laughs> so we were just like chatting about it one day because I didn't really tell anyone in my extended family that I got COVID at the wedding because yeah. I didn't want anyone to feel bad like I didn't want to make mm -hmm. my have the wedding feel bad like I just didn't want anyone to feel guilty in any way oh yeah um, but then it was like now the third cousin to the story my other cousin had COVID and then I had COVID so we were like okay so you definitely got it at the wedding and then um my partner and I were having dinner with the fourth cousin and her husband that gave us COVID um, <laughs> yeah. so like we're all really close obviously and mm -hmm. so like we're just like we're having dinner at their house I'm like oh yeah I got COVID after Suzanne's wedding and so like my cousin and her husband look at each other and they're like and they're like oh no yeah um I think I gave that to you and I, was like, I didn't know that I had it at the wedding um later I started to feel bad so then I secluded myself from everyone but we had all already like caught it yeah by then. yeah it was um, a little late <laughs> yeah and then like I was with my family and then I didn't start to feel sick until I was flying home so like I flew home but I didn't yeah. know I literally didn't even have a sniffle that's the scariest part yeah yeah. So then like I got home and I tested and I had it. And then, um, I got it again at work wearing a mask just because like we were wearing cloth really? masks at work and yeah. I just was having a conversation with someone and then it turned out that they had it. And it's just like, Oh, uh, when I got it, it was literally the one day I went to our office. And so <laughs> I told my boss, I was like, Hey, you want me to come into the office? But I literally got COVID the one time I did. So <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah. You don't to. <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's just the world we live in now. So yes. like, yeah. Hopefully, like we're vaccinated, we're boosted, we're mm -hmm. doing everything we can to stay safe. Um, like yeah. I think we're finally at a place now where like we're not going to see so many lives lost because like it still is really mm -hmm. sad and it really sucks. And I'm lucky that like both times I had like pretty mild um, reactions to it. Um, Me too. Yeah. The second time I got it, I actually had a family emergency and I had to like put on an N95, and so then I had to like go deal with this family emergency like with an oh, N95. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So then I had to like, I had to rent a hotel so I could stay away from my family. And then I would be wearing an N95 for like 10 hours at a time. So I started mm -hmm. getting like, really terrible mask fatigue. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. My, cause I, um, when I had that, we drove all the way back from DFW to Houston, which is like almost a four hour drive. And it was just me and my mom. So my mom had me wearing an N95 and then her with an N95. And I was like, mom, you do realize like, you've literally been in the same place as me but just to make sure and that was yeah, riding a car awesome. like that sucks yeah mm -hmm. exactly and well and then um this February this is actually this month is the anniversary my uncle lost his life to COVID last year and so it's definitely a serious thing yeah but and then um so then with he was unvaccinated, I think. Um, and then, but they, the worst part is he caught it on Christmas and like of all things. And so now his family has to like associate with it. And so it just, yeah, it's, and, but it's hard because it's the, you don't want to lose that part of your life of like, you know, being with people and then, but it's uh, yeah, very much real. 
situation. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. sad. Um, yeah. We learned a lot from the pandemic. It's definitely been really hard on everyone. So. There has been good things. It's very impressive, like the different technology advancements that people yeah. have been having. Yeah. Well, yeah. When COVID first hit and I was at home, that was the best summer of my life. I was working mm-hmm. out. I was eating right. I spent all this time with my friends. Like, yeah. Be outdoors because we couldn't like, like do anything else. Yep. <laughs> social distancing, mm-hmm. but like we couldn't see anyone else. So like, and nope. I had roommates at the time, so we were just yeah. Like, well, well you guys saw my little puppy. He is the result of the pandemic because all of us got back together and we're living with each other again. And so we were like, naturally, we need a dog. And let's just say, <laughs> get a puppy for quarantine. It will keep yeah. you very, very preoccupying. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but now uh, he actually has like uh where like we he does freak out when we leave him because he's so used to always being with us. So that's been a really interesting yeah. thing. I feel like that's really common for um like animals to have social mm-hmm. anxiety because they're not used to being yeah. with them. Yeah, it's so um, interesting. You might, it's getting kind of late here for me. Yes, yes, that's totally. And actually, I, my computer's at five percent, so that's perfect. Okay. And it was great talking to you guys. I did not realize yeah, how long so- it was getting. But I love seeing you guys and, you know, hey, either we need to all go to Connecticut, me and Cherish, or you feel free yeah, if you happen to be down here, let us know. Or yeah, like, if, I'm around, if you do I'll come to know. Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in Dallas, like it's not a hard drive to come up there. No. So yeah. But hopefully, hopefully we can come see you. I don't think I've ever been to Connecticut. It's oh beautiful. Come visit in the summer. It's beautiful. We have so it's many. It's so lives. pretty. Like there's honestly like people like shit on it a lot because it's not boston and it's not new york no it's still like so historic and it's i i feel like i'm really thriving here this is a really great place for me so i'm so glad that that's what's so cool about like you ending up at espn this feels like all of the places just like all met up to for you and it's just perfect for you Mm -hmm. yes okay well i will let you guys go thank you for talking to me on a saturday night and I'm so glad to see you guys. Okay. Bye, guys. I wish I could give Bye. you guys a hug. That's the part that sucks about this. Virtual, Virtual hug. <laughs> Until we actually can. Okay. Yeah. Good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Dash is good night. Bye. Bye.